Hey friends, this is Truth Lies Shenanigans, the live show for Wednesday, October 21st, 2020. My name is Neil, and I'd like to welcome all of you to our deep, fun, and crazy show. Let me introduce you to my co-host for this afternoon, opposite me, the great debater, Miss Lizzie. What's up, what's up? How many humps have y'all gotten in today? Uh, I haven't had any. So I'm cranky. I have a headache. So bear with me, please. <laughs> and in the window below me, our friendly northern neighbor, Mr. Rob B. Hey, everyone. How's it going? Uh, Liz, I hope your hump day gets better. I really do. It won't. <laughs> Over time. At least not as far as humping is concerned. Maybe, you know, <laughs> COVID days. All right, for today. For today's show, all hot topics, and we have some good ones today. I'll be talking Fauci versus Trump and bringing the big guns with immunologist and research scientist, Dr. Maria Lopez Ocasio. Lizzie will tell us why 50 Cent ain't worth a dime. And Rob B <laughs> will tell us all about Jeffrey Tubin, Zuman, and Lubin. Don't forget, we are live everywhere. Our streams are on YouTube, Facebook, Periscope, and Twitter at TLS Live Show. And you can also watch us at truthliveshenanigans.com. Yeah, Lizzie needs some tweets. Tweet Lizzie. Tweet, tweet. All right, and make sure you invite your friends and watch along with us live. And of course, we'll always want your comments and questions to be part of the show. And for today's show, we have our production assistant, Gianni. Hey, Gianni. Gianni will be popping in throughout the show to read your comments and questions to the panel. So, Gianni, you all set for your first show? Oh, let's get. It sounds like you're muted, Gianni. I'm ready, and I, I said I'm ready, and I'm really excited to read some comments. Awesome. All right. Awesome. We'll be looking for you online. We'll, be, we'll bring you back shortly, okay? Thank you. All right. We'll see you. All right. So uh, if you miss any of our live shows, you can also listen to previous episodes on iTunes and Spotify. You can even ask Google, Alexa, or Siri to simply play the Truth Lies Shenanigans podcast. All right. I'm going to start things off. Real quick, with a quick fire question for you guys. Uh-oh. <laughs> These are always fun, always fun. All right. So I just want your initial reactions, just quick reactions. Just tell me what you think. The last episode of Bachelorette, I don't know if you guys watched Bachelorette, but Claire made guys play strip <laughs> dodgeball. You said you want a man with some balls? Let's go. And actually made them get naked. There was tons of backlash calling double standard for women, and one of the dudes actually refused. Uh, so let me ask you if you were asked, would you strip naked? Robbie? Um, so, in the context of The Bachelorette? Yeah. Oh, God, no. Absolutely not. Uh, that was just. It, that was exploitative behavior on her part, and you could see, uh, yeah, no, nope. <laughs> Lizzie? Again, hell no. This beautiful body is not for community consumption. No, <laughs> it takes a lot to get a wolf at this. So no, 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 no. I'm going to no. say no damn way. Not even worth it. 
Clearly, we know what she wants, though. Guaranteed, the dude that refused ain't getting a rose pretty soon. <laughs> do I give a spoiler here? Because I don't watch The Bachelorette, but I follow up with the pop culture news. Do I give a, give spoiler, a spoiler or do I? Go ahead. Spoiler. 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 She leaves the show. She fell in love with someone on the show after the first two weeks. She leaves the show and is replaced by a black girl. What? <laughs> wow. Actually, I didn't know all that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when did that happen? Well, you know, it was love at first sight after the dodgeball game. Yeah, <laughs> she saw what she wanted. She liked it. Like, Clearly, we know what she wanted. <laughs> I don't need any more. I want that one. That one right there. Do we know if it was actually one of the guys that uh, stripped? I don't know. You know, they're very secretive about all of that stuff. So I don't know which one it was. But I mean. I can't imagine it was one of the ones that kept their clothes on, right? <laughs> unless, she's, unless, you know, she's a virgin and she's just like, okay, I admire your chastity. So, but I, I think we mm-hmm. saw a little something um, in the vein of Jeffrey Tubin. It was like, yeah, <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> uh, all right. So let me tell you, our viewers, what Truth, Lies, and Shenanigans is all about. We'll be sharing our truths and opinions with you calling out the lies and pointing out those ridiculous shenanigans going on, similar to The Bachelorette. But most importantly, on this show, we try to have fun with shenanigans of our own. But we do have one rule, and one rule for the hosts. There is no cussing. If you're caught cussing, there's a $10 penalty. If you guys are caught cussing three times in the same show, you will be sending a love letter to Dear Trump. He wrote me beautiful letters. I have to, I have to point out, I actually failed to update Lizzie's score. Where is Gianni? Where is Gianni? He we, we, can, we can bring Gianni. Hey, Where's Gianni? Gianni's right what? here. Is this cheating? You see this cheating? There are no carryovers. If you didn't do it in the last show, it does not count. <laughs> no well, carryovers. Let's go to tape. Let's go to the and tape. Actually, I went back to the tape, and she actually cussed three times in the same show, but we didn't catch what? her. There were some quotes there. There were some quotes No, I went there. back. There was a couple of times. He did a couple of MFs at the end. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get this updated though. We'll definitely get this updated. But <laughs> all right. So pack show. Let's get right into our hot topics. Truth, lies, shenanigans. This is the way hot topics works. One of our hosts will start us out and they'll let you know if their topic is a truth, a lie, or shenanigans. So tell us what's going on in the world, then we'll talk about it. Until we see our friend Gingy. Oh, hey, Gingy, what's up? Gingy, let us know time is up. And then we'll bring in Gianni to share your questions and comments, and we'll talk about it a little bit more. But make sure you're talking to us online. Once we're done, we'll go on to the next host and their topic. All right. So, what, Gianni, you still there? All right, good. She's still there. All right. See you in a bit, Gianni. All right, so I'm going to start things out today. And this is uh, Truth, Lies, and Shenanigans. Uh, this is definitely all of them. This is Truth, Lies, and Shenanigans. I'm talking about the war between Trump and Fauci. And I brought in a special guest, like I said, the big guns to join in the discussion. Hi, guys. Dr. Maria <laughs> Ocasio Lopez. Welcome. Welcome back to the show. 
Now, Dr. Lopez is a research scientist and immunologist who has worked at NIH and at Dr. Fauci's National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. Some of you will remember she joined us early in the pandemic on episode five, where she answered your questions on COVID-19 at a time when things were really, really crazy, really uncertain. So we do appreciate that. And a lot of people tuned in for that. It was a great discussion. Welcome back. Welcome back. So she'll actually be a guest host today for this segment. So no interviews for you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So a reminder to our audience, uh, like with all of our hosts, the information and opinions she is sharing today are her own, and she's not representing any organization here today. All right? Yes, that's I have no hidden agenda whatsoever. This is what I think. And, you know, we always have to listen to the science. So <laughs> that is what and that's what we think too. Yep, listen that's to the science. Yeah. All right, so let's get started. Dr. Fauci, the leading expert in infectious diseases, has become increasingly critical of Donald Trump over the last few weeks. It's been contentious for some time, mostly because of Trump's ego that Fauci is far more trusted and liked than he is. But this recent feud seems to have started uh, when Trump openly criticized Fauci on the debate stage and was exacerbated by a 60 Minutes interview, causing a back and forth of words. Dr. Fauci said the He did not say the We got a little bit more than a minute left in this segment. Masks are not good. Then he changed his mind. He said masks are good. I'm okay with masks. Contrary to what we thought, masks really do work in preventing infection. No doubt. So, So no doubt. So when you find out you were wrong, you don't double down. No, when you find out you're wrong, it's a manifestation of your honesty to say, hey, I was wrong. I did subsequent experiments, and now it's this way. Did he just call him dishonest? Okay. Then Trump's, Trump's campaign uh, then uh, campaign used Fauci in one of their campaign ads completely out of context, and, he, and still refused to actually stop airing it. Uh, this seemingly infuriated Fauci, uh, who immediately corrected the use of the ad and seems to have led his candidness in the 16 minutes, 60 minutes interview. Okay. I can't imagine that anybody could be doing more. I do not, and nor will I ever, publicly endorse any political candidate. And here I am, they sticking me right in the middle. And I was referring to the grueling work of the task force. Quite frankly, I got really ticked off. Notice all the edits. Notice all the edits there, the cuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think he should be pissed. But um, you know, now the kicker was for, uh, for Donald Trump when Fauci talked about him getting COVID. And I am saying Donald Trump, by the way. I just want to make sure you, this is not. No, nah, you're saying Trump. I'm we saying Trump. I'm saying Trump. <laughs> and Fauci talked about him getting COVID. <laughs> which led to Trump retaliating. Were you surprised that President Trump got sick? Absolutely not. When I saw that on TV, I said, oh my goodness, nothing good can come out of that. That's gotta be a problem. Mm -hmm. And then sure enough, it turned out to be a super spreader event. People are tired of hearing Fauci and all these idiots. Every time he goes on television, there's always a bomb, but there's a bigger bomb if you fire him. He also called him a disaster in that phone call. But uh, when Donald Trump was asked why he's criticizing Fauci, here's what he had to say. And Fauci had a very good response uh, on a local radio station. 
Dr. Fauci's a very nice man, and he loves being on television, and we let him do it. But he's called a lot of bad calls. He said, don't wear a mask, and he said, don't ban China. He's been there for about 350 years. I don't want to hurt him. Well, you know, it depends if you take it personally. I focus totally on the health and the welfare of the people of this country. That's what I've devoted 50 years of my career towards, 36 of which were as the director of this institute. That's the only thing I really care about. That other stuff, you know, it's like in The Godfather, nothing personal, strictly business. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> you know, I just want to do my job and take care of the people of this country. That's right. So my question to you guys, who's winning this battle so far? Robbie? I would send it to Dr. Lopez. I would send it to Maria first. Okay. Dr. Lopez. Dr. So, Lopez, so who's winning this battle? All, so I have to say that I do admire Fauci because he have, you know, like really show publicly what a professional person looks like. Yeah. Like he hasn't right. taken it personally since day one and it's not the first, you know, insult that he has said publicly to him. And the other thing that I want to say, and it's really important because, you know, people have these ideas in their heads of, you know, what science should look like and what scientists really are. We are human beings like anyone else, and we are not perfect. And we go with the science as people. And in the beginning, no one was actually, you know, spreading. Right. So that's nice because the mask that uh, health workers use, the N95, were limited with like, you know, people should not wear masks because we have very little, you know, evidence. You know, this started in late December, you know, and it evolved here towards late February, early March into the U.S. So we have very little information. So what did you do with very little information? Who did you protect? The people that is supposed to protect us? you know or the rest so, so they went with no wearing masks because they had no evidence of it and as soon as they started seeing evidence that masks were actually working they switched and people were pissed i was like, oh now they're changing their minds i was like well science works like that you know you go as you see changes in the data you know it's not like you know and, and there's many examples of it you know in the literature and in, in different aspects of science of how things have evolved and how things have changed so we cannot stick with what we saw, you know, in January and February, because we are almost in November and things have changed rapidly. And you also have to think like most of the time we are thinking on our feet because this whole situation is evolving, you know, every single day, every single minute as we speak. So, you know, I do, do admire, you have winning? Uh, who, yeah. Who, who do you have winning the battle? Fauci for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. It's I mean. Fauci hasn't tested positive yet. So he wins the battle just there. Yep. Robbie, who do you have winning? Uh, fact over fiction any given day. So Fauci's winning the fight there. If there's anyone that's actually losing the fight, it's the American people that are getting caught up in the, co the constant misinformation that's being disseminated by the POTUS. Great point. I agree. I Easy. agree. So remember uh, our last show on Sunday, our quick fire question was, where is Melania Trump? And then we talked about how she actually made an appearance, made a statement saying that she was getting better, but she acknowledged that Barron, their son, um, also had tested positive at one point. But a couple of days after that, she was supposed to appear with Trump last night at a rally. And then word came out that she wasn't gonna appear 
because she was still suffering COVID system, symptoms. So that in itself suggests, one, that we ain't ever going to see Melania in the near future. But two, that this is not over. This is real. As a result of their carelessness and not listening to Dr. Fauci, not listening to the experts, and not listening to um, their prompts to wear masks, that she's suffering. And remember, Trump has yet to mention her. Trump has yet to give an update on how she's doing or how Barron is doing. Mm-hmm. So Dr. Fauci, you know, say what you want, but all of the experts, they're being proven right. And I agree with Dr. Lopez. You have to think of it like um, a weatherman. The weather is constantly changing, whereas the viewers expect the weathermen, to, weathermen and women to be experts and to have it down to an exact science. Mm-hmm. A, a constantly moving virus, a constantly moving storm is no exact science. You have to go with it as it moves. Mm-hmm. And that is how this is working. Dr. Lopez, do you know Fauci personally? I actually know him. Yeah, I met him. Um when i came to interview in 2013 i actually took a picture with him um you know he's a nice guy yeah. you know and and he goes with you know with the science and with the data yeah. that he's not gonna make things up you know so you know as as a scientist you know when i in my early stage you know as a scientist i remember my mentors always telling me like you have to be very literal you know you cannot leave any room for speculation or anything and, and I think, you know, people have kind of like a trouble with that. You know, no, we have to say, we have to tell you what we are seeing, you know, and the data, it's very clear. Mask actually works. And I sent um, Neo an article that actually sum up all the observations and different uh, publications that, you know, happened things, you know, uh, uh, spring all the way to August on how masks actually were effectively you know, and the first example that we saw here in, in, in U.S. territory was when we saw this two hair stylist in Missouri that came down positive in June with COVID-19. And yes, they passed it on to their family because, you know, in their household, obviously, you're, you know, breathing the air and you're sharing. They actually didn't infect it. They went to work infected without knowing it. And they didn't infect none of their customers just because they were wearing double face mask. And when the, the, the customers were tested, they came back negative, you know? And another example of it is like Black Lives Matter protest. We, we saw oh, very little you know, spike, you know, in, you know, in COVID-19 cases in the bigger cities, because if you saw people were wearing their masks, yes, so they reduced the social distancing, but still they were wearing their mask. And, it, and then they compared. Though, it's true yes. that, the, um, the masks are more to protect others than it is to protect yourself, right? Yes, but if everyone wears it, then everyone is protected. protected. So it's kind of like, you know, when in, in a population where you have 70 to 80% of the people vaccinated against a particular, you know, agent, mm-hmm. then it's like you're protecting the people that are not vaccinated. Read you know, my so masks work in kind of like the same scenario. You wear it, I wear it, then we're protecting each other, you know? The reason I'm asking, because mm-hmm. there's like all these you know, people who walk into all the businesses. We saw a, a Starbucks lady talking mm-hmm. about F Black Lives Matter and stuff like that. You can see our Facebook page to, to see that video. But, um, you know, there's, there's these people who walk in 
who are putting others at risk. So if, for example, they walk in and they say, hey, I'd, even if I'm wearing a mask, if the other person's not, they're putting me at risk, yep. right? So masks work in, in, in at least three different ways. So the first one is that uh, you're protecting others. So you're protecting transmitting uh, the virus if you are actually carrying it. You are protecting yourself, you know, from getting it, but also you're reducing you know, like if you ever get it by wearing face masks, you're actually reducing the severity of the disease. And in the article that I sent you, Neil, the, there's all these references to all of these articles with all of this data. You know, it's actually pretty clear, you know, so wear a mask. So the mask also works, like, for example, it protects you from touching your face, because if yep. you touch yes. your face, you're wearing your mask. So you're actually not inoculating yourself. And this is thinking that you're wearing your mask properly, not covering your mouth, but your nose. It's really, really important that you cover your nose. I think what happens is a lot of people aren't aware of the liquids of the secretions that they emit from their bodies on a regular mm -hmm. basis. They don't understand, like I'm, I'm talking right now and I can see like mm -hmm. liquid coming from my mouth <laughs> onto my computer screen. I, I was feeling it. I was feeling it, Lizzie. Because yeah, <laughs> it would be much stronger than that. Um, but they don't understand like what comes out of their nose, mm -hmm. not, not intentionally, but what comes out of their nose, what comes out of their mouth throughout the day. And like, you know, Dr. Lopez said, like Neo said, if you have a mask on, that prevents that from getting onto other people. But most don't understand that. They think it's just like, you know, something that we are, that the government is trying to do intentionally to, you know, put down their rights to, you know, quarantine their rights, if you will, pun intended with the quarantine. Um, but yeah, wear your mask, wear it. It's, it's, it's so non-invasive. Just wear the mask. Yeah, when, we, <laughs> when we brought you on last time, we talked a little bit about herd immunity, right? And that's something yes. that Trump has been touting. Uh, well, he's not officially touting it, but the thing is, in the early days of the pandemic, no one had any idea like how to treat this thing, how it spread and things like that. But yeah. the whole idea was to get to a point where we could, you know, have treatments where we could understand, like, <laughs> like for example, when we have, um, what's that, have you, you know, covalent, what is it, covalent? Uh, covalescence of plasma? Yeah, covalescence plasma, right? So that's a treatment that didn't exist, but you can't even have that unless you have people who've been treated and survived COVID, you know? Correct. So, We're limited. I mean, it's really frustrating that we have such a horrible leader um, who couldn't keep the deaths low long enough mm. um, to get to this point where we have treatments where like a 70 year old, 75 year old man like Trump survives and, you know, gets over, gets over it in a week, you know? It took a while to get to that point. Did he really, though? We don't, don't know. know. We don't know what he got. Anyway, it, it, I just, I, I'm so through with Trump right now. This, this, <laughs> this freaking battle between Trump and um, Fauci is ridiculous. I agree. It just no, so further, it, nope. it really reinforces the fact that Donald Trump has shown a complete ignorance of the scientific method and how it works. There's no bad science. There's the science of the day, and it gets refined as new data becomes available. It may invalidate findings that you had initially, like, no, the masks aren't that important. Yes, he did say it at the beginning, and then the data was produced that clearly demonstrated that the masks were a benefit. But 
Trump has shown that type of willful ignorance time and time again throughout his administration. And unfortunately, it speaks to a lot of his supporters who just follow him blindly. Well, I don't need to understand that. It just works or no, no, you can't tell me. You can't tell me what to do. It, it, it really plays into his voter base. What's worrisome too is the fact that, you know, this is actually uh, leading to people overall in the States to mistrust science, you know, mm. and that relationship that exists, it, it, it already was there. Some people do not trust, you know, science or vaccination or cancer treatments or et cetera. And I think now, you know, he put it in, you know, in a, in a situation that getting back to where we were is going to be really, really hard. Especially when you do vaccines, because what I mean, so you deal? Do you deal with vaccines at all? I don't. You don't uh, personally, but you but you know people who are developing vaccines and things like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. So I mean, do we know if the vaccines are going to be safe with, if it goes through all the trials? Well, that's the whole idea of the trials is not to only test uh, safety first, but also efficacy. You know, but for in order to be approved, any of them you have to see at least 50% protection in order to the FDA grants the emergency use authorization. But there's another thing that needs to be taken into consideration about vaccines. People think, you know, when they hear vaccines that it's a perfect be all end all. And that if you get the vaccine, that no one can be allergic, that no one is going to have an adverse reaction, that it's just going to be, everything's going to be hunky dory and we're going to move on. That's not the case with any medication. With there any medication. Are, right. There are people that are allergic to aspirin, that are allergic to penicillin. Like it's mm -hmm. not a foolproof system. It's a system that would cover, if it's effective, would cover the majority. But yes, there's still going to be people that it is ineffective for or to, and people who can't take it. Mm -hmm. But we're talking about the majority here. Like you just don't throw a vaccine in the trash because mm -hmm. it is good for 90% of the population, but 10% can't take it. Well, that's not how things work. Yeah. That's not how yeah. things work. Vaccines only to help reduce the, the death rate. I mean, like for example, when we were, when back when Dr. Lopez was on here, that was April, I think, uh, April 19th, I think it was, or somewhere around there. And you know, at that time, I think the death rate was about, uh, what is it, 6% or something like that. But again, that was prior to treatments, of course, testing. Um, so there, there wasn't widespread testing at the time. But now it's still at about a 0.5%, 0.67, something around there, um, which is still higher than the flu, five, six times higher than the flu. So it's just a matter of the vaccines, the treatments and everything else are all just part of, you know, getting to a point where we can survive and live with this illness. Eventually, we'll get to the point where it'll be like the flu. We'll get we'll get a point where it'll be. Am I right, Dr. Lopez? At some point, we could get to where it's close to the flu in terms of in terms. I'm just talking death rate. Um, yeah, um, because. At some point, we'll have enough treatments, enough uh, vaccine, enough, well, assuming the vaccines work. Um, well, but well, it's funny that you that we're discussing the vaccines. Funny, not funny, because just prior to the show, um, the uh, press was reporting on uh, Big Pharma, AstraZeneca, uh, one of their uh, 
trial subjects for the vaccine in Brazil actually died uh, from trying the vaccine. So it, it still has to go through its, all of its trial stages. We have to really work out the kinks. And like you said, it, it may harm a small segment of the population, but benefit the greater good of the species. So and that's, that's usually the unfortunate reality of it. And uh, we're just going to have to get behind the science and respect that treating the greater good is beneficial to the species. And it's unfortunate there are some that will suffer uh, adverse effects and we'll do what we can to help them. But for the benefit of the species, we need to get these vaccines. And that's, okay. that's how science and medicine works. Like people, it's a harsh reality. But that's how life works. That's how medicine works. There's nothing that is 100% foolproof. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Um, before Ginger comes in, I want to go ahead and bring Gianni in. I see some great questions online. <laughs> hey, Gianni, what you got for hey. us? Okay, Neo, we have some comments here um, for Dr. Lopez. Rebecca asks, your rough guess, how many years until we get back to normal? No mask, no social distancing, et cetera. Just a guess. Just a guess? Maybe 2022? 20, Without social distancing and stuff? 20, Dr. Yes, Lopez, because thought, you have I to imagine you that we need the vaccine first, right? So in order for people to feel that type of protection and start going out, and it's going to be in waves. Not everyone's going to get it at once, like health workers, um, essential employees, uh, daycare people, and kids might get it first, and then the rest. So that's you're talking herd immunity. That, that's that's basically herd immunity. Go ahead. Dr. Lopez, I thought you were saying 20, 22 years. <laughs> I thought she was too. She wasn't. 2022. Oh, by the year 2022. <laughs> by the year yeah. 2022. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Any other any other comments, Johnny? Yes, there was another comment from Mike Wolf. He said, "People are not aware of the liquids and secretions coming out of their bodies, Mr. Tubin." <laughs> oh, 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 oh my! For those that don't know what happened with Tubin, you need to stay. <laughs> <laughs> Stay for the rest of the hot topics. <laughs> That's why I had a laughing fit earlier because I saw that comment and I'm like, oh, snap. For the last comment, we have um, Mike Winter. He said, protesters are wearing masks. MAGA rally attendees are not. Rest in peace, Herman Cain. That's uh, mm -hmm. true. Yep. And again, Donald Trump has yet to acknowledge that after the initial. After he died initially, Donald Trump has not talked about him, has not talked about the fact that he was at his rally without a mask, even at the first debate, was like, oh, it's no big deal. I haven't had any casualties at my rallies because of no mask. And everyone on Twitter was like, hello, Herman Cain. Hello, the black man died. Hello. <laughs> All right, Dr. Lopez, I'm going to give you the last word. Anything you want to say? Um... Just, you know, trust the science, uh, wear a mask, uh, keep your distance, wash your hands, you know, until the whole things uh, change and start getting normalized. So normal, I'm not sure what's going to look the new normal, but uh, here's to hoping. All right. Well, but thank I remember you for... that this happened 100 years ago when we had no technology, you know, no nothing. 
and it was also you yeah, know sure. a long a long one so it didn't took a whole uh, one year it took over a year for yeah. things to normalize so yeah yeah all right well we do thank you for joining us we'll have you back thank you guys for having me have a good night thanks right, for joining have us a great Maria. night all right. Yes, Dr. Lopez. All right. Let me just say, I wear my mask for a very long time. <laughs> a very long time. And if, you know, Howard University has not, you know, made it clear whether or not we're going back to in-class, in-person instruction in, in the spring, um, come January. But if we are, I am going to be fully masked ninja up. Like, they're not even going to recognize me, those students. Like I, I, I'm gonna wrap up. I don't. Try, it, it's too soon. It it's is. Too soon. It's dangerous. I mean, you know, my wife has the fitness studio, Posh Cycling and Fitness. Don't forget College Park, Posh Cycling and Fitness. You guys should check it out, Posh Fit. Okay. Um, but with the studio, you know, people are scared to come inside. I mean, you know, we do the social distancing. We we have all the protocols and. We, we, we actually um, we actually have used UV lights in between classes to make sure that we um, we're killing the, um, the right and smart. people are still scared to come. People are just scared. So it's going to be a little while, I think. All right, let's get into the next hot topic. That one is yes, going. <laughs> that one's going to Liz E. Liz E. Is this a truth, lie, or shenanigan? It's, I mean, it's true. Again, I get both the truth, but a whole lot of shenanigans. A whole lot of shenanigans. So um, our rappers, particularly our black rappers um, this year, have really been disappointing some of us as it relates to Trump. You know, these not Eminem. rappers. Eminem's not, not it, Macklemore. He's not disappointing you. I, I, I pay, he could never, uh, he's not on my radar. Like he's a faker. He is someone who has used the N word to refer to black women. So no, I don't acknowledge him at all. But back to the subject at hand, <laughs> um, the rappers, you know, over the past year or so, they've kind of been disappointing those on the left. So we first had Kanye and his nonsense. Um, and then last in the last segment, we talked about Ice Cube and how Ice Cube has, you know, they were Sunday using show. Ice yep. Cube, mm -hmm. Sunday's show. And now we have 50, 50 cent or 50 cent, as those of us who are more eloquent like to say, but, you know, 50. <laughs> so came out, um, I believe a couple of days ago, and said that he is calling on followers to vote for Donald Trump because he doesn't want the Biden tax bill to affect his coins. So the Biden tax bill, according to Fiddy, alle alleges that if you make over $400,000 a year, you should be taxed 62% of your income. And so Fiddy is like, yeah, no, can't do that. Okay. And he quote unquote said, I don't care if Donald Trump doesn't like black people. He said that. I'm not giving up 62% of my income. So the question to the panel and to our viewers out there, to Ms. Gianni, are you buying what Fiddy, what Fiddy is trying to sell with his two quarters? I'm gonna let Rob B start it off. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, really, this is another very rich person, a very well-to-do person, who has made their money off of the backs of every other hardworking person in North America, 
it's not the people who are making 400,000 plus that are buying his albums that are watching his movies right. primarily. Um, so he's made that money off of the backs of the working class people. So it's really a slap in the face to think that, sure, you can profit, you can gain from our hard work and we'll float the tax bill. But when it's time to pay your fair share of that money to redistribute the wealth, that's that's shenanigans. I, I have a really hard time with that. So he's really just out to protect the ultra rich and, and his own money. And he doesn't really care about any other agenda. It's just about the coin. That's sell out, sell out, sell out. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I, I'm in complete agreement with that. So I, I think uh, 50 Cent's a fool. Like, he's just like his friend Ice Cube, you know, but he's being selfish here. Um, so he is, this is about wealth. Um, and he's looking out for himself. Trump's tax plan protects wealthy people's wealth. That's what it, Trump's plan does. You know, while the middle class picks up the bill, plus 50 Cent already had to file bankruptcy due to, um, a combination of like a lawsuit and a lawsuit on revenge porn <laughs> and tax violation. Um, and I think and that was in 2015. And trying not to pay child support. And child support. Yep. That was the other one. So he doesn't want to have to pay taxes, you know, and the fact that he actually said, you know, I don't care about black, you know, if Trump doesn't like black people, I mean, it tells you everything you need to know about 50 cent. I mean, if, if I were a follower, I would immediately unfollow, and everyone should. He, and you know, another thing he said, he said, I don't want to be 20 cent. This is a quote. I don't, I don't want to be called 20 cent. <laughs> because, of, because of the tax plan, that's how much he's going to be taxed. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> I, refuse to give him, I refuse to give him a point for that. Principle. Principle. He's a fool. Just for the viewers, so people often ask me, because I've been very adamant about the fact, 50, um, I think he is both an actor and a producer and a mm -hmm. director. He's making good of money. The show, mm -hmm. Of the show Power on BET. I do not watch Power. I do not touch anything that has to do with pity sent nothing he will not get my attention i am i'm a believer of cancel culture in a personal sense in that if i'm not down for you if you offend me i don't give you any of my time this is a man who constantly shames and mocks black women he does. go to twitter you can find it this is a man who constantly shames and mocks and wishes his own son ill will yeah. mm -hmm. that's true too. so if you have have the tweet, Leo? Uh, do I have? I don't have the tweet. So he he tweeted. I'm gonna say in 2018. I might have the year a little bit off, but he tweeted something in 2018. He's pissed off at his oldest son because that son's mother forced him, took him to court for child support. And you know the little boy being caught in the middle, living with his mother, you know most of the time, kind of sided with his mother after Fifty was constantly talking ill about her in the press. And that's not to say that this woman is a perfect woman. I don't, I'm not, I'm not assigning that to her at all. But the fact that he then, in subsequent years, has dogged him on Twitter, on his Instagram platform, tweeting out something that uh, two years ago that said he wouldn't mind if his son got run over by a bus. So y'all, y'all really gonna take political advice from someone like that? Are you kidding me right huh. now? Like, 
stand down and think about your personal situation. You do not have 50, 50's bank account. 50. You do not you do not have his privilege of being to get all of these exemptions like Donald Trump or being able to avoid paying certain taxes like Donald Trump. The IRS, if we do what Donald Trump did in the fact that all he's done all of this tax avoidance that he has paid in certain years, either no tax or mm -hmm. only $750 of tax, but mm -hmm. paying more tax than foreign countries. If we did that as a common man, we would be in jail. We'll be in I've been audited twice for some BS. Oh, really? I've never been. Oh, yeah, I've been audited, I've been audited twice for some BS, for some absolute BS. But that's what happens to the common man. Whereas if you make millions and millions of dollars, you can kind of work your way around it. So that 50 and um, Ice Cube and Trump, they're not talking to you, the average person in your bank account. Yeah. They're talking mm -hmm. about their wealth yep. and, and, and their wealth. He doesn't care about his followers and his community. It's about getting his community and followers to do what's right for him. He doesn't care about, he doesn't care about anyone else but 50. So. All right, I'm going to bring Deja. I'm sorry, I'm bringing Gianni in. Gianni. Deja, y'all. We call her Deja. We call <laughs> Gianni. Hey, guys. Okay. So there are some comments. Of, the comment section is booming, but I'm going to read off a couple comments right now. What we got? Um, we have Jacqueline Robinson. She said, I'm sick of the hostility toward Black women, and they turn around and want us to support what they do. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Sylvie Zavacu says, love you, Lizzie. Agree 100%. Love you too, girl. And then we have Marjorie Lorraine. She says, pay your taxes and support your kids. Hey, Marge. So little... Is that Dr. Marge? That's Dr. Marge. Dr. Marge That's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Liana Zamora says, please vote in all caps. That's my Lily. Hey, Liana. <laughs> yeah, I see Maria's still online. She's talking about go vote as well. <laughs> and then we also have Mike Winter again, and he says that is not the Biden tax bill. It is not 62% for those who earn over $400,000. What is it? What are we missing? I, lo I love that we get fact checked online. We'll, we'll, have, to, we'll have to give. Come on, we'll have to get uh, Mike Winter to tell us. But yeah, so 50's, 50's off the chain. Where did I go? I just, want, I just want to point out that 50's net worth is currently sitting at $30 million, which is a significant drop. At the peak of his career, he's, his net worth was about 150 mil, but I'm nowhere near that $30 million That's mark. And the club is out, right? And my taxes, right? One has to ask, what is Fiddy's voting history? Is he a voter? I don't mm. believe probably not. He probably like the rest of them. Yeah, because Ice Cube said out of his own mouth, he's only paid attention to politics within the last year, which suggests that he has not been voting. So don't listen to these people who have not been a part of the democratic process, who have not been voting, who are in a completely different tax bracket than you. Go yep. with me and Gingy, man. Vote <laughs> towards your interests. <laughs> All right.
Thank you, Gianni. We will see you at the end of the next Hot Topic. All right, guys. Let's see. We got a new Hot Topic from Rob E. Truth. <laughs> this should be fun. All right, Rob E. All right, Robbie. What is this a truth, lie, or shenanigans? <laughs> it's 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 a sad truth, and it's definitely shenanigans, absolute shenanigans. Um, yeah, if, if you want to throw up uh, the image, Neo, this is just absolutely amazing. So Jeff Tubin was caught masturbating during a Zoom meeting. Um, his team was having a meeting; uh, they were discussing some erection election coverage and you're welcome <laughs> so um yeah and he flipped his he was engaged in the meeting and then i guess he flipped his laptop lid down which projected the camera down towards his lap and then it was discovered that the man was quite nude and erect and he walked away came back and flipped his laptop up and picked up the meeting like nothing ever happened. Um, his apology is absolutely ridiculous. And I'm quoting, I made an embarrassingly stupid mistake. Believing I was off camera, I apologized to my wife, family, friends, and coworkers. I believed I was not visible on Zoom. I thought no one on the Zoom call could see me. I thought I had muted the Zoom video. <laughs> So, <laughs> it's, this is, it's just crazy. So, I guess really my question to the panel is, is the apology enough for the staff to whom he exposed himself? Oh, apology? I mean, how can you, I mean, honestly, how can you really apologize for that? I mean, it's like, it's one of those situations where there's like, just no out. You just, you just, it's just done. You just there's nothing you can do, say anything. It's there's nothing, nothing, nothing you can do at this point. Yeah, he's yeah. No, and it's funny that you say that because his apology, he doesn't apologize for the act itself. Because exactly, what can you say? What can you say? It uh, it just boggles the mind. And I guess really, as a follow up, he has been suspended from his job currently. He's been suspended. My follow-up question would be, should the penalties for sexual harassment or indecent exposure be implemented as they would if he decided to masturbate, say, Absolutely. I don't know, in the boardroom? Yeah. I'll let you, well, I was going to say, I was just going to say, uh, I Absolutely. I think the Zoom meeting is an extension of his job. Um, you know, it's the same thing if I were sitting at my desk at work and was caught masturbating it's the same thing uh so absolutely it's yeah no it's one better than that it's if you were in a meeting room with people and you felt like hey <laughs> i think i might be able to get away with this and then people at the table making awkward eye contact and going what are you doing you know what I, i'm more i'm really curious what he was at. I, i'll let you speak liz i'm sorry but i'm really curious what he was he was masturbating to or who he was masturbating to was it somebody <laughs> on the screen and see this is what i was trying to explain because um one of our former hosts reuben Gorin, and i had a little exchange earlier about this about what actually was happening and my initial point was bruh you had even before this meeting 
You had all morning to beat your meat. I think I saw Ruben all right. <laughs> Why did you need to wait until, it's not like, you know, um, you have to use the bathroom. You have to go take a number two, which is a natural reaction that honestly we can't control, but you can control needing to beat that meat. Like, <laughs> come on. And this, is, and this is immediate, like you're in a business meeting. There are tons of people. So there were the people that were acknowledged the, um, I believe they were like in, in New York city, big wigs, um, within the New Yorker and CNN or whatever, but there were, there was also an additional virtual audience. Mm -hmm. And so where the people in New York who he immediately works with, they saw him, they aren't sure what the virtual audience saw, but I think this is a fireable offense. Like if I did that, I'm again, I'm a professor. I am on zoom every Monday through Friday. If I was sitting on Zoom masturbating, you think my university would not hesitate to fire me? No like, why would I do that when I, my whole purpose is to be involved and engaged with that meeting, with those students, with teaching those students. That's what I'm being paid to do. He was being paid to represent himself in that meeting. And the apology to which Rob spoke to, it was a non-apology. Like he didn't apologize for being like skeevy in that particular situation. He just apologized because he thought he turned the audio and the video off. No, bruh, even if it had been off, you are not allowed to turn your stuff off so you can go and beat your meat. No. <laughs> she keeps saying beat your meat. You're supposed to be <laughs> get you to the meeting. That's what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> what are your thoughts, Rob B? What are your thoughts? Oh my God, this is this was just. I'm curious. Wait, before before I'm curious one. if there's any funny Zoom meeting memories that anyone has online. Post them in the comments. We're gonna read them. Yes, please. I was about to ask people. Please share your Zoom meeting mishaps. Uh, anything that that's propped up. I haven't had anything as egregious as this. I've definitely had some coworkers teenage and older than teenage sons walk into the background sans shirt getting up in the morning getting breakfast while we're having a team meeting just kind of going hey you got a half naked dude in the background <laughs> so you just kind of go no okay whatever i've i've had kids come and say ridiculous things in somebody's room and i think that's amusing as heck but this masturbation thing that's just that's just skeezy. And that's a fireable offense. There should be criminal action for indecent exposure, lewd conduct, um, and who, whoever the coworkers were, there, there's absolutely some harassment or damages charges there. That's uh, a suspension is a joke. I was Honestly, watching. The, go ahead, Neil. Okay, I was saying I was watching, well, I watch other talk shows for, you know, stuff for information and to learn some new things. I was watching The Real, right? And The Real, they were, what? <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? So I was watching the reel, and they had a guest on their show. And in the background, all of a sudden, this half-naked guy starts just walking behind her. We have that video. I, I have we a video. We have a video of a mom who did that during class. You, you want to see it? Yeah. Okay. Because school ended. Close your eyes, people. David Turner. Get a boy sleep. David. Oh my God! Who was that man that naked? 
<laughs> oh man, that's crazy. I mean, the mama just walk up into the zooming but naked. But see, those are people, and that's an example of people in the background who may not be aware that the people on camera can see them. Right. Jeff knew the camera was on him. That's, His that's true. I forgot to turn my stuff off. I mean, again, I, I'm on Zoom almost every day, several hours throughout the day. A couple of weeks, a few weeks ago, I had to tell a student who didn't have the porn in the background on the first day of class, on the first week of class, and then all of a sudden he shows up into our Zoom class and there is TNA in the background. What's I'm TNA? Like, What's TNA? You know what it is. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm in the chat like, if you don't turn your camera off and take that down, you're going to fail my class right now. <laughs> Genji knows. Genji knows. Word to Liz. Well done. Because we, 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 the prompt was for this particular segment to ask about um, Zoom mishaps and crazy Zooms, whatever. Uh, back in the spring, when we first, when everyone first went to this, you know, virtual learning, virtual working, Zoom every day, whatever, you know, virtual um, device you use, I would say my second virtual class with my students. Um, and so we were all new at this. This one kid in my class comes into class and he has his camera on. So there were two different incidents. One kid comes in the class, wakes up in bed, half naked with a bonnet on his head and i'm just like uh okay can you i just want to point out lizzie lizzie wanted to make sure you guys knew what a bonnet was bonnet on his head he had the whole mask on his face in bed no clothes on i'm like okay sweet you need to turn your camera off and you are allowed to have your camera off for the rest of for the duration of this class but then over the summer i had a student who was fine for the majority of my my class my classes over the summer and then one zoom class he decided that he was going to try to bite his toenails during the class Ow. like he's literally in the background with his foot up to his face and i'm like in the chat okay i don't know what's going on over that's there that's some flexibility can you yeah okay so that's what you do for flexibility i, I can't do it <laughs> i can barely I, I think we need to have a foot challenge now i know right let's see let's see when you try robin <laughs> oh wow well, you almost cut it up there <laughs> First of all, yeah. I can get my leg up there, but I'm not putting it up there. <laughs> I can't even come close to any of that. So, <laughs> all right, let's bring Gianni in for some comments online. Gianni, what we got going on online? Okay, so the comments that are happening right now, we have we have Monica Alicia and she says, folks, what we have here is an actual bonnet in an unnatural habitat. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that bonnet again. <laughs> what else it you was natural. It was pretty unnatural. Speaking of the toenail story um, that Lizzie mentioned, Jacqueline Robinson said, ew, toenails. Um, yeah. Also, the comments are going fast. Sorry. Paulette yeah. Bertrand yeah. said, gross. <laughs> um, Raven Gorin says Pornhub would probably have the footage of the meeting that was being recorded. Oh, wow. 
<laughs> so Ruben, you're gonna find it for us. You're gonna find it for us. Send it to Lizzie. And I, think, and I think that's probably why he was suspended right away because a lot, especially the professional Zoom sessions, are recorded. Are recorded. Like, that's true. All of my Zoom class sessions are recorded. So be careful out there, folks. Be careful out there, folks. Huh. <sighs> yep. Any other comments? Any other great comments yeah. going on? Yeah, we have. Um, sorry, we have Monica Alicia again. She said if he needed to get off that bad, he should have just logged in late. That's <laughs> nasty. <laughs> that is nasty. It is. All right. That's it for that hot topic. Thanks again, Thank Gianni. You, we'll see you in a little bit. A much needed laugh for the day for me. Thank you, Rob. Uh, it was, oh, that was a good laugh. I wish I could take credit for it. That was, uh, you know, <laughs> I, 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 I can't remember the last time I pulled a boner like that. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a good one. I mean, he's got the jokes today. <laughs> All right, that's it for hot topics. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into our game. <laughs> that was a fun hot topic. I gave myself, I gave myself the giggles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for today's game, we're going to play Would You Rather. On screen, we'll show you two options, and I'll ask, would you rather this or would you rather that? The app has predetermined the most popular answer, and whoever matches the most popular answer gets a point. Person with the most points at the end of the game wins and gets a final word for the day. And we're going to bring Gianni back to keep our score. <laughs> All right. To keep it honest, Liz. To keep it honest. Yeah, just, right. Just right. for Lizzie. I'm going to keep right. it fair. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. All right. So ready? All right. I'm going to read them off. First one, would you rather sleep two hours every day or sleep 20 hours every day? Oh, because I guess you only have four hours left for your day. Um, I'm going with two hours. I mean, I already averaged like three, so I'm going to go with two hours. It's not a, a big transition. <laughs> I mean, I want to experience life. That's all it is. I mean, Robbie. Right. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, I, I don't want to miss out on 20 hours a day. Let's get yeah. Gianni's answer while she's here. You're going two hours or 20 hours? I would say two hours. Two hours. I, I want to live this life to the fullest. All right, so two hours wins. Everybody gets a point. <laughs> you, you, got the, you got the score for me, right, Gianni? Yeah, yeah Lizzie, wins. Lizzie wins. Lizzie's not going to run. All right. So would you rather wake up in the middle of an unknown desert or wake up in a rowboat in the middle of a big unknown body of water? Rowboat. I'm rowboating. Rowboat. Deserts are hot. Nope. Rowboats. Yanni, what you doing? You doing a rowboat too? Yeah, rowboat. Uh-oh. Can't drink sand. Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? That's a you can't drink you can't drink salt water either. Uh, it doesn't say salt water. It doesn't say salt water. It does say a big body of water. Good point. Good point. <laughs> All right, everybody gets another point. All right. Would you rather have your knees facing the opposite direction? I guess so your arms would be okay. Or your elbows facing the opposite direction. 
elbows, knees. Probably, I'm going with knees, actually. Yeah, I want some crazy bird knees, too. <laughs> I'm going with elbows. I need my legs to be perfection when I walk. When I do that walk of shame. But then how are you going to reach behind yourself to get stuff? Listen, there are women out here with no arms who are doing just fine. That's true. I need to <laughs> you can always just grab people behind you, you know? <laughs> Gianni, what you think? I'm sorry, Lizzie. I'm going to have to go with the knees. Knees, yes. Let's see. Oh, well, look at that. Elbows wins. So, Y'all are going to be wearing good shoes. I'm going to still have on um, my Christian Louboutins, my Manolos, my Gucci's. Right. So Lizzie gets the point. All right. The first one to five. Let's go. All right. Would you rather be smart and have stupid kids or be stupid and have smart kids? Oh. I'll, I'll be smart. No offense to my kids. Wait, can you read it again? <laughs> Would you rather be smart and have stupid kids or be stupid and have smart kids? <laughs> I saw Kevin Daxton's comment online real quick. He said, you can walk faster with your knees reversed. <laughs> Give me the receipts. Give me the receipts. Ask um, a question at hand. Um, I have no kids, so I'm gonna be smart always. Robbie? Yeah, I can't do my kids like that, so I'll take the stupid gene. <laughs> Gianni. Um I think I would rather have smart kids. Okay. Looks like smart kids gets the point. <laughs> Robbie. All right, so Lizzie, Robbie, and a Yeah, they do. All right, so we're gonna go to we're gonna go to four <laughs> instead of five. Let's see. We're gonna score first one to four. Let's go. Would you rather have spider on your face for 10 minutes or have a snake on your face for 10 minutes? Snake. Yay. Yeah, definitely afraid of spiders. Snake face. Snake I'm face. I'm going with spider, actually. I'm cool with the spider. Cool with the spider. What about you, Gianni? I'm going with snake. Snake. Snake wins. Oh, so you're tied still. Oh, wait, so Lizzie's, Lizzie won? Is that right? Is that right? Yes, Lizzie so far has four points, and um, Rob oh. is behind her. And you're well, Lizzie that. just got the win. So she just won the game. Look at that, Lizzie. Can we just go back to the videotape where he said I wasn't winning the game? <laughs> I thought you were losing. <laughs> I didn't see the updates yet. Well, congratulations, <laughs> Lizzie. Good job. Good job, Lizzie. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. All right, stick around for a second, Gianni. We're going to do some shout outs. When Ruben just posted, why not both? Because you. <laughs> All right. Get some shout outs in. All right. Let's start with Lizzie. When'd you got some shout outs? Washington Nationals. Yes, the World Series started last night. Yes, the Dodgers won the first say, what are you eight doing? to three. But until this series is over, we are still the World Series champs. <laughs> so I got my Nationals jersey on, my National sweatshirt on. Whoop whoop whoop! DC <laughs> Rising, Washington Nationals. Love y'all. <laughs> Who you got, Rugby? <laughs> Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to Paul Moose Legault, who chimed in today, Sylvie Devio, a lot of summary representation. It's great to see the locals, um, to 
my Canadian or to my American cousins. It's always welcome. It's always wonderful to see you, uh, Mike and Winter. Love your comments all the time. A lot of fun. No, you don't. So no, you don't. You don't love him. No, I do. Don't. No, you don't. He's, I know. He challenges me. He fact checks me. He laughs with send, me. It's good. I'm gonna send him your way to get to drink all your beer. To drink all your liquor. <laughs> he's, he, he's gonna have to do some fence jumping. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I, my shout out goes to my dad, who actually he called me up and he's like, you know, I, I watch your show all the time. I just, I haven't missed the show. I was like, really? Because he doesn't know how to do the comments yet, so I don't know that he's on. He's like, I haven't missed a single show. <laughs> <laughs> what about Deja? You got a comment? Yeah. Shout out. Shout out. Um, shout out to my little sister. It's her birthday. Um, and shout out to all the Libras out there. Oh, a Libra. So you're a Libra. Awesome. Yeah, my little sister is. Oh, you okay? So your sister's a Libra. Uh, I just saw a comment from Ernest Cooper. He said, "I listened to TLS with my son driving home from soccer practice. We had a good chat on several of the topics. Thanks, TLS. Thank What's you, up, Ernest. Thank you." <laughs> All right. That's it for shout outs. Thank you, Deja, for joining us. We'll see you next show. Bye, everybody. See you next time. Bye, Johnny. All right, guys. Good show. Good show today. Good show. Fun yeah. show. That was a lot fun of fun. Show. That was a fun show. A lot show. of fun. A lot of fun. All right. So that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank you guys for joining us. We hope that maybe you learned something, you gained a new perspective, even got something off your chest. Don't forget. You need to like, follow, and subscribe. We need your support at TLS Live Show. If you missed any of our any of today's episode, you'll be able to rewatch as soon as the show ends. Also, check out our clips online on YouTube and Facebook tomorrow for you to share them out. Remember, listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google, Alexa. You name it, you should be able to find our show. Just search for or ask. Alexa or Siri for Truth Lies Shenanigans podcast. Or simply go to tlsshow.com for more info. And then make sure you join us for our next live show on Sunday, 4 p.m. As, as Mayor Patrick Wojan will be our guest spotlight to talk about the election, Trump, COVID-19, and the future of the Democratic Party. All right. Our winner today is Miss Liz E. Miss Liz E, what is your final thought for the group? Final thought is we are less than two weeks away from the election. 13 if days. Have, if you have not voted, please go out and vote. And I'm encouraging you who to vote for, just vote. Also, there is a debate. I can time. encourage you who not to vote for. Sorry to take your final word. Do not vote for Donald Trump. Go ahead. See these men? He can't let them overtake us. There is a debate tomorrow. Trump, Biden, hard two and a half, kind of. So tune in to this live show. I think we're going to try to maybe do a live stream. We'll see. Hopefully we'll see you, though, on Sunday. All right, guys. Great show. Thanks for joining us.
suppression has taken many forms. People have been denied the right to vote for well now 80 years. First, they used the poll tax to keep black folks from voting. Then, it was the literacy test, racial terrorism, and violence. I don't want everybody to vote. New day, same old dirty tricks. There are those in power who are doing their darndest to discourage people from voting. Calls for investigations after claims of voter suppression. President Trump sabotaging efforts to vote by mail. If your vote didn't matter, they wouldn't try so hard to take it from you. Vote early. Vote like your life depends on it. I'm exercising my right to vote, and you should too. Not because I want you to, but because he doesn't.